0: Walter, welcome to the podcast, man. Good to have hey. you here. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thanks for having me, Rob. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I uh, love the gear. Looking good. Absolutely. Um... <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Pre- appreciate it. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, man. Excited to have you here, man. I catch your live streams. Your live streams are always like really fun. You've got music playing. You've got very engaging. You've got a very engaging demeanor about you, I think. I think that's really well on live, um, you know, and, and your audience, man. Your audience really seems to be loyal and like there's some a lot of regulars coming up, showing up. So right. um, yeah, man, love catching that. So I'm glad that you're here. Um, and uh, but before we dive into a bunch of things, uh, talking about content and uh, being a creative in this space, in this time, um, why don't you introduce yourself a little bit about who you are, what you do and uh, where you're where you're based out of.
1: Got it. Got it. Well, again, definitely appreciate um, the opportunity to here. Uh, with you today rob my name is walter Jeanette. um i'm currently located in chapel hill north carolina for those of you who do not know where that is um it is the home of the greatest 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 sports team that god ever created you know university of north carolina chapel hill those tar heels most of you know this is the home of uh the greatest basketball player of all time michael jordan so just as a reference point if it's like oh okay i know exactly Um, where he is, but we're in the greater, you know, Raleigh, Durham, RDU, Triangle, RTP, um, as most people outside of North Carolina are familiar with. Um, Country Boy, raised in a little town called Washington, North Carolina, the original Washington. So we were here before D.C., um, the original Washington, and uh, moved up here um, in 05 to attend school. You know, I do attend school here in Chapel Hill, And I've kind of been in the area ever since, you know, between Chapel Hill and Raleigh. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm a high energy person. Um, The older I get, I probably become a little more introverted than extroverted. People are shocked by that, Um, but I really do kind of prefer to be by myself um, more times than not. But when I do show up, I'm a high energy guy. I love tech, I love music, Um, anything to do with cameras, YouTube, audio, that the, those are my hobbies. Like people are like, well, what do you do in your free time? Um, I'm probably watching something. <laughs> and other than that, you know, if I I am I'm, I'm a nature boy, I love getting outside. Um, I needed an excuse, especially in this climate, you know, people shift into flexible work environments, working from home and different things like that. And so I needed an excuse to get outside more, you know, like I love to be. So I was like, I'm gonna buy a drone. So you see I even though I, I I love just just regular things that other people probably love, I still had to find some way to kind of add tech to it um so yeah that, that that's pretty much me in a nutshell. um if you ever hear the words, you know what's good party people?" you're like, you know that's what <laughs> that's that's, a, Walt. that's, that's Walt. Walt. that's me. So yeah, in the words of Alicia, we lie, so yeah, every time you hear that, um that that's pretty much me in a nutshell.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, it's good to have you here. I I I find it very hard to believe that you're an introvert, but I also I also get it too. I'm I feel like that sometimes. Like I'm out here. I think we're all out here, but man, like I think sometimes like we are mostly introverts. It's like you you it's a struggle, right? You're like right, man. I want to be out. He- I'm I'm out here. I enjoy being out here. Enjoy live streaming. Enjoy creating content. Hanging out. Doing this stuff. But I also like my quiet time
1: absolutely and i mean because i actually like my full time people don't know like a lot of people think i do this full time and i'm like nah i still work you know a nine to five so i work in it and so i'm like i'm on a computer all day long (laughs) like literally so a lot of times me having when i decompress or if i like detach myself that means like i literally go missing and people get weird like (laughs) where are you i'm like you guys I've been on a computer for like 10 hours today. Yeah. I got to step away from the computer because everything, yeah, everything I do is with tech. So it's like, if I get missing, I'm okay. You know, you don't have to send out an SOS or anything like that. It's just like, I, I got to turn this blue light off. Like it's killing my eyes, you know? So yeah, I got to get rid of that.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. Well, that's very cool, man. Um, I didn't know that you were from Chapel Hill. Of course I know where that is. Um, yeah. That's where, you know, Michael Jordan's from man, like so uh very cool, very cool. Did you ever watch him growing up? Did you I don't even know how old you are? Yeah, you're too young, maybe. Yeah, I'm you're I'm way,
1: I'm way too young. I'm, too young. I'm 34, Rob. So
0: I'm you're 34? <laughs> I'm man, 34. I, I, I thought you were like mid twenties. No joke. So like you got the very young shout out,
1: shout out to my mom. <laughs> shout out to my mom. Shout out to my dad. A lot of people say that they're shocked. They're like Walt, how old are you? You know, because they're like, you know, I refuse to grow like, you know, a beard or the facial hair or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, you know, the baby face, it kind of works for me. So, you know, yeah. a lot of people are like, wait, you're how old? I'm like, hey, shout out to the good jeans. You know, we <laughs> plan on keeping it that way for as long. Because my parents, deal, other than my dad just being a little gray, um, they still look young. You know, they still oh, look relatively man. great for their age. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting mm-hmm. older. Um, you know, maybe I'll get 40 by the time I turn 60 or 70. So
0: yeah, I appreciate yeah. that, Rob. Thank yeah. you. I yeah, appreciate man. That. You're like, yeah, I'm I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Well, that's cool. So um cool, man. Well, okay, well, let's talk to us about what is it that you are doing online with YouTube. How did that all start? Because all the live streaming stuff, is that a sort of a, a product of the pandemic or um, were you doing that before? You know, gotcha. When did it that get going? It was really
1: before um, special shout out to, you know, one of my best friends, brother, business partner, um, Elton Benjamin. We really kind of jumped into live streaming together. We had this thing called the circuit, and that was back in like 2017, 2018. Um, these were in the days where OBS was like the greatest thing. Um, since sliced bread before like all these other, you know, platforms started coming out. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we were doing, you know, as they would say, getting it out the mud, we were doing some rough streaming, man. Like it was, you know, I look back now and I'm like, wow, like we have come a long way and it wasn't so much that it was bad, but it was like trying to figure out, you know, how to bring somebody in. And you know, like today you sent me a link, I clicked on the link, boom, I'm here. It was yeah. not. It was not that simple, like five or six, five or six years no. ago. But um, as far as the content creation space, I've been a content creator for a very long time. Like a lot of people don't know, I've always had a camera in my hand. Um, mm-hmm. You know, speaking of those jeans, my dad, he was the artistic, the creative person. So my mom, she's a teacher. She's actually retiring this year. You know, so she's turning sixty. Oh, cool. She's her birthday is Monday, so she's turning sixty Monday, and she's retiring in June after thirty-one years of teaching. So she's very analytical. Hmm. My dad is the creative, you know, big idea, visionary person. So that's where I get that from. And so, you know, he was into like, you know, dark like dark room development, you know, like back in the day photographs, you know, with film and all those different types of things. So that that was really my introduction. And then getting into music that really just kind of opened up my world creatively. So I've always had a camera you know i you know whether it was polaroids whether it was developing film whether you know getting my first video camera um and i just i just shot videos you know every family kind of has that person that's like okay that's the guy that takes pictures you know it shoots the (laughs) weather and things like that um but by the time i got to carolina this is when people don't remember facebook used to just be solely for military and college students Mm -hmm. and so we used to do like little you know, the skits and stuff that people are doing today, we used to do that in like 2005. And and so I yeah. also, like I said, I was a musician, I played drums mm-hmm. uh, for the gospel car at UNC gospel Car. shout out uh, to the fam. And we, I used to post all of the videos, all of the concerts, all of that. That was my introduction to YouTube. And, and I mm-hmm. hate it, Rob, I regret it so much because I couldn't deal, it wasn't that I couldn't deal with the controversy or the pushback because YouTube was a very, and and it still can be a very ruthless
0: place. Yeah. Very
1: people's opinions. And so combine that with the time and just being in school and working at other different things, I didn't have time to really keep that energy invested. And so I went away from it, not understanding in the next year or so what it was getting ready to be what it was getting ready to take off and so coming back around probably like i said 2017 2018 is when i kind of jumped back in and really 2019 2020 is when i decided hey let's go full steam ahead and really jump in there and uh, whether it's the lives you know videos here and there you know social media content um, yeah, like I'm 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 in, I'm in 120, you know, 10 that's toes it. down. 10 toes that, down. <laughs> that's amazing. Ten toes yeah. down. Yeah, no,
0: I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, the, your your branding is great. You guys can need to check out Walter's um YouTube channel, also on Facebook. I, I catch you mostly on Facebook, actually. I don't I don't yeah. usually catch you live on YouTube. I catch you on Facebook, which is what, what what's the choice there? How, so how did you is that where your audience is at? That's is that primarily
1: is, is that I, I will say that's been a dilemma and that's kind of one of the things i talk mm. about with content strategy. Um, understanding who your audience is, where they are, what they care to see. Um, mm-hmm. YouTube for me is more. So anytime I talk about, you know, any, you know, it's a YouTube video. when you hear me say, Hey, I'm going to help you grow your brand, you know, build your brand, grow your business, help you create a community around the things that you're most, you know, most passionate about YouTube for me, for my audience has been more of that help desk kind of space right where it's like right. i get a lot of engagement from a content standpoint people asking questions which which is what i love it's kind of one of my mm-hmm. love languages you know you know acts of service so, so i love that facebook mm. is an opportunity for me to just say whatever like whatever you get it yeah. kick my feet up you know yeah. a lot of the church things i do um i do on facebook because that audience is already there and so sometimes i have to pick and choose my battles with do i push this over to youtube because sometimes i've noticed it's like it is not received well unless i reformat it and Mm -hmm. then repurpose it and i'm like by the time i do all of that i'm probably not gonna want to do it so sometimes (laughs) i will just go you know i'll just say hey let's go through restream let's hit both platforms at the same time and then sometimes i'm like I'll stick with you all and and I'll get back to you all later. So I'm still trying to find that sweet spot because I know some people, they just hit record and they go to both. And I'm like, if that works for you, that works. But depending on what the topic is, depending on what I'm going to do, I'm like, I'll try to repurpose it later and then bring you guys into what I'm doing because it'll be some things that are helpful to them. But the conversation is like, well, what are you talking about? Okay. Yeah. So and, and I don't want people just looking at me like, we don't know what Walter is talking about today because this has nothing to do with that, you know, with 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 the Samsung Q2U, you know, that's like yeah. the most popular thing I get asked about. I was like, I have a question about that, Walter. You're talking about all of these other things. I'm like, Facebook, I can do that. You know, YouTube, I have to be a little more, uh, you know, ginger um, or gentle with, you know, far as the content I post over there. So,
0: yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You have to be really um it's probably more strategic on YouTube, right? Just because yes. uh, versus versus Facebook, where you're more free, you know, free going. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you know, with whether it was with Buddy, you know, mm-hmm. or tools you have like with video, I mean, it's very intense. Like there's a lot right. that goes into targeting and, and what you want people to pay attention to Facebook, even though they have some of those elements is like, listen, just just go live, you know, just and go live. um, and people, they jump in, jump out. You know and like you said earlier you know the audience i they're, they're very engaged my audience you know i love them i think they love me if not hey i appreciate you watching it anyway but um <laughs> you know yeah it just it, it allows me to be more of myself and not to say you have to put on the front for youtube and put on this face but there's a formula there's a sign you know people talk about all the time hey. And so facebook you know i just get to throw the formula out the window and just say hey what are you guys doing today? You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I get that. I think YouTube is where you get discovered and then and then it sounds like to me anyway, Facebook is where you you're growing that relationship closer to Absolutely. The people that are finding you, that's where you get found on YouTube and then you get known on Facebook. Is that sort of like I would agree. Like, I think yeah, that's a yeah. great
1: I think that's a great way to look at it because again, um aside from the changes they're making now but i say still even in line you know with with changing to meta and looking at things from a futuristic standpoint facebook still was all about community Mm -hmm. and so youtube now over the past several years has really just gotten to the point of building community within youtube like if you were on youtube you still had to take somebody somewhere else for right. that community. Now you have memberships and, and 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 different things you can do to build a community um, you know, within cyber like I said, you know, like we always talk about and we tell people, listen, wherever your audience is, meet them there. Like if they're mm-hmm. not on this platform, don't waste the time. Like, like don't go live on LinkedIn just because you can't do it. Like <laughs> nobody's watching, you know, like, <laughs> like have a plan or a strategy. You know, build the relationship over there first before you show up. You know, yeah. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to show up to somebody's home that I don't know. So why would you, that's, pl- the platform works the same way. Yeah.
0: That's, that's a, that's a great line, man. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It's, it's very intentional. Um, t- talk, talk to me about who, who is listening? Like, who's your audience? Who are you finding to be your audience? Are they, are they folks in ministry? Are they creatives? sort of, you know, other photographers, I'm, videographers? Like, gotcha.
1: My audience is really, I would say kind of a good mix. My base Mm-hmm. um, definitely other creatives, um, mm-hmm. definitely people who are looking to get into this, getting to the space. Um, so I really have a heart for those people who are really just getting into the content creation, the live stream space, the entrepreneurial space. Um, kind of, I try to be, I tell people, you know, I have a goal to be your creative's favorite, your favorite creatives, favorite creative, you know? yeah. Oh, nice. um, <laughs> and, and because it's like, again, I don't, I don't want all the particulars, all the formulas, the intro. And this is like, no, let's let's have a very one-on-one real conversation. Um, I don't, you know, let's get rid of the imposter syndrome. Let, let's get rid of all of these things, the influencer culture, all of that. Let, let Let me just talk to you. I know what you're feeling. I know what you're thinking because I was in that same seat. You know, that's why I'm so hard on people. It's like, well what camera do i need to buy the thousand dollar phone that's sitting in your pocket because my very first podcast episode was in a car on the phone and it sounded like i was having a conversation with somebody and i was talking to myself and yes i answered myself i asked myself the question (laughs) and i answered myself but it worked so perfectly and so those are the type of people um who are really they have the desire they just are trying to figure out, okay, how do I add one and one together and get two, you know, and not this a squared plus b squared equals C squared and and all of these different types of things with algorithms and and frames per second. It's like we'll get to that, you know, but I want yeah. I want you to get comfortable just creating. Um and so it's kind of a it's, it's been kind of a mix because I'll shift. Like I said, Facebook gives me the opportunity to shift. I've mm-hmm. been, you know, if you like you said, I all of a sudden I've talked a lot about photography. Um, which is one of the things I do the most of. I really haven't talked about it. So it's like I have to kind of bring YouTube into that where everybody on Facebook already knows this is something I do. So I can just go live and just talk about it Um, over the past couple of weeks with a lot of the things we've been doing from a ministry standpoint. I'm not an audio engineer, but I've always been into like audio and mixing and mastering and all these different types of things. So I've gone live or done things several times the last couple of weeks where it's like, boom, like, hey, like, you know, this is how you do this. This is how you do that. I'm just having fun with it and also kind of bringing some exposure, you know, to the ministry as well. Um, and I'm like, people on Facebook, they love it. They receive it. Again, it goes back to this conversation, like, YouTube, I have to bring you into this. So my audience is really, it's, it's, it's a mix. You know, again, I have the people that just say, hey, they literally tell me, we just tune in because we just, you're wrong. And so you yeah, never cool. know when you're going to say something crazy. Or do something crazy, <laughs> and then I have that other that other half. They are like, yo, like we really have a question, or we appreciate you answered something we didn't know we had a question for. So, um, creatives, entrepreneurs, um, those people who are trying to get into content creation, and you know, I put it to you like this: everybody who. Watches Peter McKinnon's videos but cannot afford his gear. That, that that's my audience. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that, that is my audience right there. Yeah, that's, that's, my a, audience. Massive audience. that's Listen, a massive audience. It's th- a massive audience. Those are the people I, I'm like yo, because you know, again, I love it. I'm looking like one day, you know. But yeah. again, I I love the you know I love that quote unquote beginner intermediate level where it's like just be creative. Sometimes having a lack mm-hmm. of gear forces you to look at things from a different perspective. So, um, I, I love just talking to those people who are kind of like, I'm trying to get there. I just don't know what steps to take. It's like, well, Hey, just, just be yourself, man. You know, we can go from there.
0: Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's, that's really good. I think that's a, that's a very important step in a creator's journey to like, just at least be comfortable. And right, I think, I think also the way that you show up is also a good way of like, it's, it's your example, you're leading by example, showing right. up, You know, um, very courageous and brave, just like, you know, how often do you go live? Like, I feel like you go live at least once a week.
1: I try to I try to go live at least once a week. Now, Um, I was doing a horrible job at that because, like I said, (laughs) I was I was putting out the videos um, and then I was relying on the engagement, you know, afterwards. Like I said, that's been great with the comments and different things like that. Like Mm -hmm. that's another secret I'll tell people. I think I, I went on a hiatus last year and i didn't post i think maybe like five or six months i think at least Mm -mm. and it didn't hurt me at all now i would never advise anybody to do that right 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 but that's the power of community and just like when you when you create content that forces people to engage with you it won't necessarily hurt your growth when it's like yo i need to kind of take some time for like my mental health for my peace or whatever but um yeah it's, it's 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 showing up is, is, is the biggest thing. And I had to say, okay, if this is going to be the biggest engagement, like you see how people react yeah. and you see how you're able to be comfortable and relaxed and you see how less stressful it is. Like going yeah. through all of these particulars, like my workflow for recording videos is very simple, very quick. I'm usually a one take person, but sometimes I'm like, I don't want to do the edit live. I can just say, bam let's go and it allows me to be present it allows me to show up it allows me to go on lunch and decide i want to go live today i don't have to worry about going through all these particulars hit the button let's go live boom i'm done okay all right i'll go back to work or whatever it is i need to do so i try to do it once a week now, um, just to, you know, keep, keep my audience engaged, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just, and keep myself,
0: you know, honest, you know, to say, Hey, yeah.
1: just, just keep, just keep showing up, you know, even keep when you showing don't up. like
0: it, just keep showing up. Yeah. Let's keep showing up. Yeah. You know, my, um, one of the, the, the bottleneck mm-hmm. for my content is the editing. So, yeah. um, I've, I've, for I, I probably every single week, I think about what if I just do a live, um, live recording and live mm-hmm. show interviews. That's all I do. Like like and even tutorials. Like I wonder, I've, mm-hmm. I've tried it before, I've done it before, like where I do the tutorial as a recording or as a live stream mm-hmm. and I leave it on and then that's it. You know, you, you know, things will happen, hiccups, right. but at least I don't have to do the editing and I save that whole thing. What do you do you think that have you seen channels that have ever done that? Like they're just I, I live have, streams. That's it. I
1: have. Um live I think live streaming pros, Luria, I think oh, they yeah? are a great example, like All they, I don't know if I've ever seen them do a recorded video unless it was like for an ad or something. Like, yeah, yeah, all they do is go live. Um, even like, I mean, literally, um, Alicio, wait, is another person like Alicio goes live. Like, it's like he may do a video here and then, but it's like 90% of his content is live. Um, I think people that have a good balance, and and I know I'm throwing out names, so for those of you who aren't familiar with these names, definitely look these people up. These are people that are kind of in the communities that me and Rob are familiar with, but I think people who have a good balance that I kind of look at, um, Diana Gladney, um, I think Doc Rock, even I think Doc is probably doing more live than pre-recorded content definitely, now, but I think, yeah. I think Diana has a good balance between but but it's because it's scheduled because it's like hey i'm going live this time this day you know and everybody knows this is the time i'm going live and so um again i think it depends on the audience a lot of times content creators struggle because it's like i want to do this and it's like that's fine if you can live with not getting views not getting engagement not getting subscribers and just doing whatever you want to do that's fine. But if you want to grow, you know, and kind of, you know, show up as an authority, you know, in whatever industry you're in, whatever lane you're in, um, you're going to have to kind of cater, um, to your audience and not go down that rabbit hole, because that's kind of the thing with branding. It's like, you don't control your own brand. Like you control your marketing and you can control the perception you want to give people, but it's like, whatever perception they have of you is, is that's on them, you know? And so you don't get a chance to control that. And so again, just, I would love if I could go live, like, and just not do any more editing because I'm doing so much editing for other different things. That's right. Yeah. Like, cause, cause now it's getting to the point where, when you get into the professional realm and when you're on staff and when people hire you to do things, it's like, okay, I can't abandon my community. I still have to show up. So mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing for me with YouTube now is really trying to discover a new strategy. It's like, how can I show up for you guys in a way that still doesn't abandon you? I don't want to abandon you just because you know, my life is taking a different direction unless I absolutely have to, but how can I still bring you guys in to what I'm doing and it still be effective? So um, again, It's it's the audience. It's like, you know, a lot of people, they pay no attention to the audience. And I'm like, "Eh, sometimes that's why you're not successful. But relying on, you know, get some insight. Ask them, hey, what would you prefer? You know, you're the person watching my content. Like, you know, would you prefer more live video? or Would you prefer more recorded video? And and you can kind of go from there and juggle. But I think we have great examples of people you can see are successful doing this one thing. But to your point, um, it's like, hey, go live. The hiccups, all of that. It makes it authentic. (laughs) <laughs> and people love it. And just do it. And, and just do it. Just show up. Let's keep it moving.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a really good point. Never really thought of that because, as, and, but I've, I've felt it where you get really busy, success comes your way. Right. And you're no longer doing it for the passion of creating content. Right. Because then other things, money making activities right. and things like that, right, uh, take you away. And it's before you know it, it's been like two months since you've right. ever done an upload oh or a live stream. Oh, my stream. And then, and then you kind of feel guilty of like, it's like this weird, like, man, I haven't called my friends in a while. Like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, should I do that? Are they still right. there? Are my subscribers right. still there. Right. So I think, yeah, you, that's a good point. Like you can then just do live streams, live streams. At least you're showing up, you're yeah. engaging, you're yeah. answering questions. Um, man, never really thought of that because like as creators get busy, you know, brand deals or other things work. Absolutely. Um,
1: And you have those commitments. You know, you know, I tell I tell people all the time. One of the things people know that I preach is like, you got to get to a place to where you can start saying no. Like, that is Mm. the greatest word I ever learned how to say. (laughs) But I had to be honest about why I said yes. And so it's like, hey, when you're chasing the bag, when you're chasing those deals, when you're chasing that check, when you're chasing that money, because either because you just want the money or because your lifestyle and your ends are not meeting up, it's like you're you know, you're living above your privilege. It's like you gotta go back, reevaluate, reprioritize, put things in 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 order, and then you can prioritize It's like, yo, would I rather be stressed with something I really probably am not invested in? Or would I rather spend more time kind of focusing on my content, something that I know I'm going to, you know, go very hard for, be very excited about, and people are going to be excited to see. So that's kind of been the journey, um, even for myself. And I try to live that out in front of people. I think that's the beauty. I tell people, I'm like, hey, you know, people want to tell you you know 20 years from now you know buy my book buy my course and you know 10x and 100x your brand and all it's like no like you can see y'all i'm struggling i'm trying to figure this out just like you you know but but again i think that helps it gets rid of the imposter syndrome it gets rid of this 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 fear people have this influencer culture um on social media and these platforms where it's like you can be anything you want to be and you can show up as any person that you want to show up as but it's like i prefer to show up as me and i try to encourage people hey show up as the best version of yourself and if some days it's not the best version find a way to show up anyway you know because that's yeah. probably still better you know and that, and that's that's not a, a a shade or that's not a prideful statement i think i'm my own worst critic as most creators are and most you know yeah. most creatives are but it's like my worst and people will say this walt your worst is still better than my best So you Mm. still, I still need you to show up. And that's very encouraging because it's like, dang, on my worst day, somebody is still trying to figure out how did you even put together your worst stream or your worst (laughs) video? And I'm like, okay, I got you. So I
0: still need to show up even when I don't feel like it. So let me help you out. Let me help you out. Yeah. right. That's good, good, man. That's really good. That's really good. Um, I want to go back to what you said about branding where branding, Mm -hmm. you don't really control your own brand. Mm -hmm. I think that's, it's a very powerful statement. Actually, that's actually almost like, man, that's a little bit sad almost in a way, but you got to step back. And I want to understand what you're when you said there, I do understand a little bit, but I want you to kind of expand on that. Just take a minute or two. Gotcha. What do you mean by you don't control your own brand? What, what part of that do you control up to what point do you control your perception out there?
1: Gotcha. So, so branding is one of those, I'm aside from being a content creator, you know, I consider myself to be a brand strategist. Brand yes. strategy is one of the things I forgot in the beginning. Like I eat, sleep, jerk. I love, um, yes. if I could choose, like, what would you do full time? If I can find a way to content creator and brand strategy thing, you know, definitely put those two together. That's what I would do. But um, branding is one of the most overused words in like the past decade. Like everybody's (laughs) in my brand, 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 brand. And people don't really understand what it is. And so Mm -hmm. the way I help people understand what branding is by helping them understand branding. Number one is a subset of marketing. So it falls under the umbrella of marketing, but there's a difference. And, And a lot of times, people are talking about branding when they really should be talking about marketing. So, so I tell people, um, look at it from uh, a relationship or a marriage or a date standpoint. And so marketing is how you feel about yourself. So if I'm going on the date with somebody, um, it's, it's the tie I put on, it's, it's the hat, it's the fit. I got this great, you know, you screen gear, you know, that that Rob has hooked me up with. This is marketing. Like this, this is marketing, you know, Um, the shoes that I'm wearing, you know, the the, the cologne that you decide to wear, the watch that you decide, any accessories. That's how I feel about me. I'm trying to make a great first impression. I want you to see that, hey, when Walter shows up, Walter looks great. What happens is that plays on the perception of people to say, okay, he looks great and and he sounds great. So it's like, wow, I, I have an expectation that he's going to be able, be able to deliver on what he's promising just in how he shows up because the reality is people judge books by the cover we can't help it we hate it but you know barnes and nobles amazon these places make billions of dollars because people see covers and they're like aside from office they're like that looks like an interesting book to read so i'm, I'm gonna pick that up branding is how your audience feels about you so when you show up that gut reaction that people have um, when they see your name, so people don't understand, um, McDonald's is the last name. Um, uh, uh, uh Star, Starbucks might not be a last name, but, but a lot of these major, major, major brands, Ralph Lauren, Louis mm-hmm. Vuitton, um, all, all of these are last names. Colgate is a last name. So what is, what is the perception? What is the gut reaction that you have when you hear these things? How does it make you feel when you walk out the room? what do people say behind your back that's branding because Mm. it doesn't matter how you show up it doesn't matter how great you look if people don't like you and that's why i tell people the reason you're struggling is because people don't buy products like people have great services they have great packaging they have great products they have all these great things but i'm like people buy people if i'm Mm. interested that's why youtube is so big if i if i need to buy a new mic the first place i'm gonna go is probably youtube to -hmm. see okay best USB mic under a hundred dollars, depending on my budget or how, you know, I'm looking for a mic specifically to do this. And then, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get a thousand different options, you know, from a thousand different people and, and their thumbnail is their marketing because I I can look at the thumbnail and say, okay, I think I like that. I think I like that. I can, I can kind of tell we're at a place now where we can kind of tell I'm going to skip this, skip this, skip this. Okay. Bam. But if I click on that video, and that video is totally contrary to what that thumbnail looks like, then I'm like, I'm disappointed. I'm let down. I'm like, ah, oh, you you sold me on a lot. And so now I will never go to your channel again. That's branding. Mm-hmm. You've left a sour taste in my mind. And so you have, the only control you have over that is to make sure that what you're presenting is indicative, is a very clear picture of who you are. So don't don't show up as anything outside of yourself. That, that's the simplest mm. way I can say it, Rob. I tell people I'm like, why would you do that? That's not you. You know, like, yeah. I, like if people look at my thumbnails, they're lively, they're in your face. It's like, bam, when you click on my live in my video, I want you to be like, okay, what is lively in your face? It's like, boom, there has to be a level of consistency between what you're putting out And then what people are able to take away. So branding is all about making sure that what you give and the the give and the takeaway is the same thing. Those are successful brands. You know, when when you can make sure those things match, you know, because it's like, Hey, I'm not going to ask a lady that I've never known before. Now, some people will, because some people are silly like that. But if I see a young lady, I say, Hey, will you marry me? Chances are, she's probably going to say no. And I'm like, but I look great. My hair looks nice. Like you see this, I got on a U screen hat, girl. (laughs) This shirt look good. She's like, you look good, but I don't know you, Matt. For me to say yes to you, for me to marry you, for if you want your customers and your audience to say yes to the brand, like yes to the dress, it requires relationship. Goes back to that conversation we're having about Facebook, YouTube platforms, where you have to get to know me again. I'm not gonna show up at somebody's house that I don't know. I don't care how great it looks. I don't care how, how fashionable I think I am, but it's like, you don't know me. So until I build a relationship with you and give you an opportunity to feel good about me right now, I'm just, I'm just marketing. I'm throwing everything I can at you to say, give me a shot, give me a chance. And then once you give me a chance, then that's when the branding kicks in, because that's where we get into messaging. That's where we're getting into making sure that you look, everything is clear, concise, and everything is 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 consistent across every platform that you show up. So it's like, hey, even though the audience on YouTube is different from the audience on Facebook, I can still tell is Walt showing up on both platforms. I can still tell when I see Walt on Instagram, I can still tell it's Walt. It's not like who is this person right here? Like, are you like you have multiple personalities? It's like, no, there's consistency across every channel, every platform. And that's why I really drive the nail home. If you want people to say, I do give them an opportunity to get to know you. And the way you do that is number one, like you said, by showing up, but making sure when you put yourself out there that they get the same takeaway from what you're putting out, if it's not the same, you can forget it. People will never trust you. And they're like, I'm not clicking on your video ever again, because you're not who I thought you were, you know, in the, in the line of the famous Dennis green, uh, Arizona Cardinals. They are who we thought they were and we let them off the hook, you know? And so if y'all yeah. are not NFL fans, you'll get that later. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, the, the, I don't even know what to say after that. You just dropped so much gems. There. I think that's important for creators to know, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. to know, startup founders to know, everybody to know Absolutely. what they're doing. Man, anybody trying to get right. a job, right? right? Branding is important. Yeah. Right. Marketing versus branding. You're right. You're right. I think, Your resume. Uh, the resume. The is resume is marketing. That's, that's marketing. marketing.
1: But when you get in an interview, it's like, okay, like, tell me the truth. That's why they ask, <laughs> That's the why That's why they ask the questions that they ask, like, all right, tell me a time when you did. <laughs> and you, you kind of notice they'll ask you the same question like three or four different times just to see if you answer differently. People right. fail every that's single right. time mm-hmm. probably because they lied on their resume. Marketing <laughs> is great. They looked the part they, they, and they got in the door. But it's like branding keeps you in the door marketing mm. will get you in the door branding keeps you in the door that, that's a, that's a very that. simple way
0: to look at it i love that i don't think i've ever heard it explained that way i know that there's always been a blurry line between marketing and branding and some people think they're branding but they're really just like you said marketing right he's like a lot of people will think like all this stuff is branding the logo is branding so right. it's like your swag is branding and they like, no, i mean it is
1: they're part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we get we get into the technical things like brand collateral and brand right, identity right, right. systems, and on a very high level of thinking. Like again, branding is a subset of marketing, which is mm-hmm. why it's so muddy because it's like it's not tangible. I can right. put my hand on this T-shirt. That's marketing. I can put my hand on this. You right. can't put your finger on my personality though.
0: Right, right. So right.
1: It's, it's 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 abstract. It's like that's why people struggle with it. And hey, well, everything is a brand, and it's like you know what yeah Yeah, you're right yeah you're right every everything (laughs) is a brand but it's like you know hey i need a logo i need branding no you you need to get your personality together because you know don't waste the money with me people still aren't gonna buy well why not because people don't like you so we yeah. gotta fix that. we gotta we gotta get you to a coach first, so we can fix that part, and then you come back and talk to me. You know, that's so, right.
0: Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The uh, the people liking you or not liking you is such a hard. Like sometimes some people don't take that well. Like it's like oh, like that's like a personal attack almost. Right. But it is very important. Like it's very important to be likable. Absolutely. As much as like as as vain almost as that is. Right. right. Like you got to be likable, but right. Unless Not everybody you're will cook. like you, even even if like nine out of ten people like you. There's going to be one person that doesn't for whatever reason. You know, absolutely. they met somebody like you before and they didn't they had absolutely a run in. You
1: know? Right, and you know, but you don't sacrifice the nine for the one. That's you know, right. and people do that. Like people will have, you know, I think that's one reason YouTube kind of got rid of the dislike button because it's like mm. you got a thousand thumbs up and you're crying over the one thumb down. It's like wait, like pause. Like Mm. you're not going to satisfy everybody, you know, unless your name is Tim Cook, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, where you have created a company that surpasses how people, you have literally changed people's lives. They they don't care if you like me or not. I I mean, Apple is Apple. Tim Cook is not sitting back there like, well, you don't like me. Clear. (laughs) if anybody can attest to that, Mark Zuckerberg is like, He's probably the greatest example. I know people hate my guts. Yeah, people, people hate me for sure. <laughs> but you know, hey, I'm gonna keep hey, it moving until you reach that level. It's kind of like, like yo, like, but but where we are now is kind of like because we're so entwined, you know, with our brands and 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 the things that we do is like you go, you are the brand. that's what I tell people you are the brand until you get to that level, until you no. get the Fortune 500 level, you are the brand. So if you do something that's damaging to your credibility, it's probably going to damage your brand or your company or whatever it is that you do It's going to kill that as well. Because people are like, I don't feel comfortable or safe working with you. If Tim Cook do- goes do something crazy, I'm not giving away every Apple product that I have. Tim made that decision. Yeah, I will go to the Apple store tomorrow and, and yeah. buy a new computer or a new phone. <laughs> if I'm I need like, it, yeah, exactly. If I need I'm like, that's Tim. That's that has nothing to do with Apple. You know, separate. so, yeah. right,
0: separate. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Um, well, this has been go- it's so good, man. Um, I need to get you back on here. I wanna respect your time. Oh, no, absolutely. Um, I've got one final question for you, but before we do that, where can people find you, connect with you, and even work with you directly?
1: Gotcha, yeah, so right now, um, I keep telling everybody, You know, um, I'm in the process and I will get this information back to you, Rob, because again, as creators, we're great working with everybody else. We'll be kind of slacking our own stuff. Um, So my website will actually be finished updating Um, probably I will say by the end of the week, Walter, show up, finish what you're supposed to do. Um, and, and that will be walterjanette.com. Don't go to it now. You know what I'm saying? Cause you're not going to find what you want, but I'm, I'm, but mainly, um, I'm Walt Jeanette W A L T J E N N E T T E. Um, on every single platform, Walter Jeanette on YouTube. Um, like, you know, that's why between YouTube and Facebook and Instagram right now. Which is like well, That's three different places. You're right. Everybody's kind of getting my time, but um, shoot me an email. Um, definitely, if you if you're interested in brand strategy, if you're interested in any type of work, um, I do along with my my partner, um, Elton Benjamin. You know, we have a, a media agency called The Firm uh, Media Group, and you can reach me at uh, info at the firm mg.org the firm mg.org info at the firm mg.org um, if you want to work if you just need a a, a um, uh, consultation if you just need a wall i just need to talk to you like i'm I, I don't understand where i'm at right now i'm trying to find myself but uh yeah if you want to work info at the firm mg.org um, if you just want to be inspired just want to you know come party with me join the party people crew Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, it's all the same thing. Just search Walt You Jeanette. I'm the only person online that, that looks and acts like me, so it won't be hard to pick me out. <laughs> I
0: love it. I love it. Yeah. Awesome, Walt. That's great. So, yeah, well, I'm going to have all the links uh, for everybody there in the show notes, and the descriptions. You'll find it here if you're watching <laughs> this content or listening to it. Um, final question, Walt, um, mm-hmm. where do you think this whole creator economy is going to be going um, for individual creators in the next, man? next couple years ah uh, the the
1: the i want to say the sky is the limit mm-hmm. but there is no limit i think we're going to con- continue to see um the creator economy especially for individuals shoot through the roof because now you see especially the pandemic has opened up everybody's eyes it's kind of leveled the playing field is giving people, small creatives like myself, an opportunity to show up in ways that we never would have been seen before. Um, and so it's pretty much whatever you wanna make it. You know, If you just wanna have a hobby, you can get rich having a hobby right now. That's where the creator economy is going because it's so wide open. No matter if you do live streams, somebody will hire you to say, hey, can you do that for me? True story. That's kind of what I do now. Um, if you If you're a photographer and you just like posting reels, somebody will hire you to do that you know so people are always like well how do i monetize myself i haven't got a thousand subscribers four thousand watch hours work like show up like when you show up and people see what you're doing like i prompt i'm a living witness this is a secret i promise you <laughs> um whatever it is that you want to you know get out of that is going to come to you and so It's just I see bigger, 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 bigger brand deals happening just because it'll give companies, even though people think it's a lot of money, it'll give companies actually an opportunity to save money because they will be able to build more of a a intimate relationship direct to consumer. So it's like, Mm -hmm. hey, we love Walter's audience, but we don't have the same relationship with Walter's audience that Walter does. So why not just pay Walter to, to market for us? That's why I think that that's why I really think um, we're going to continue to see that rise. And like I said, with this whole NFT thing and who knows, Rob, I I, I honestly, my mind sometimes is like, I'm just trying to make sure I don't miss the boat. I'm just trying to make sure I'm like, do not miss this wave. (laughs) You know, so it's like I'm just trying to stay in position um, and keep showing up, as we've been saying the whole stream, um, to kind of stay on that wave. So, yeah.
0: No, I love it. Yeah, man. You're preaching to the choir for sure when it comes right. to uh, reaching people's brand uh, audiences through through the influencers themselves. So, right. Um, right. yeah, man, I enjoyed this conversation. Well, thanks Absolutely. again. And yeah. uh, we'll have to be- have you back on. And uh, thanks for your time, man. We'll talk soon. No problem.
1: Thank you so much.